This is a podcast for curious readers. Hey, welcome back, my literary friends. I'm Kristen, and I'm back with another episode of Book Pros. And on this episode, we are going to be filling you in about books that we're excited about that are coming out later this year. Um, so from everything from titles in history to mystery, from high fantasy to nonfiction, we're covering almost everything you can think of here. Um, we got some new titles by Liz Gilbert, Emily Henry, Aubrey Gordon, but, um, unfortunately Emily and I were very disappointed yet again this year when we realized that, uh, there will be no winds of winter. So for those of you who have read any or all of the Game of Thrones books, um, we are not going to have the winds of winter yet in 2023 either. So don't don't hold your breath. <laughs> I don't think anyone's surprised by that bit of information either. But we do have some other good titles um, for you. And what you will also hear us referring to a lot in this episode um, is something called arcs. I think everyone in this episode calls them arcs. And what that means, um, it stands for advanced reader copy, which essentially, sometimes they're called galleys, uh, but uh, they're essentially books that have been printed by the publishers that have not been released to the public yet but they do send them to um, bookstores and other people who review books so that we can read them ahead of time and to know if we want to carry them in the shop so it's a really great perk of working in a bookstore we get advanced copies of lots and lots of titles um, months and months before they come out so uh, it's one of my favorite perks of working at the bookstore. So you'll hear us refer a lot to something we call ARCs, which are those advanced reader copies. And I think that's all you need to know for this episode. You're going to hear from all of us about all different uh, books that we're excited about coming out in 2023. So I think that's it. Enjoy the episode. Okay. All right, so we're back. We're here. It's a new episode. <laughs> That's right. <What> is it? <laughs> so we are here to talk about our most anticipated books of 2023. Get excited. <laughs> hi, hi. Insert, All right. insert uh, applause and noise or whatever. Yes. Note to Kristen, insert applause noise. <laughs> I'm excited for some books this year. What about you guys? I'm I'm excited for some books. <laughs> I'm excited for some books. All right. I cheated though. I cheated oh. though because my first book came out last week. Oops. Oh, what was it? I but that's okay. It was it was an anticipated book for all of November and December. Well, there you knowing go. Knowing it was coming out in January, and then I binge listened to the pot to the audiobook on Libro FM. Nice. So, I mean, um, I have one that depending on when this goes up will either be about to come out or has just come out or we'll see so yeah i have a couple of february releases on my short list yeah cool so who wants to go first go for it alexis 
Um, all right. Um, I am really looking forward to a handful of books this year. Uh, I thought that I would highlight a couple that are from sort of different subject matters. Um, the first one that's going to be coming out is in February, Greta Thunberg is putting out the climate book, um, subtitled The Facts and the Solutions. Um, and it is a collection actually that she has done where she has talked to all sorts of different experts, geophysicists, oceanographers, engineers, economists, mathematicians, et cetera, to talk about um, you know, is it too late? What can we do? How can we act now? How can we act now together? Um, and I'm really looking forward to that. Just kind of, um, you know, put put that on your to read list, everybody, so that we can work on this problem together. Because <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but I'm scared and uh, trying to be hopeful. So it should be a good one. Um, also coming out in February is a book that will appeal to anyone who is working on um, attachment theory or parenting. There's a book called Drama Free, A Guide to Managing Unhealthy Family Relationships. It's written by the author of Set Boundaries, Find Peace, which is another really great book. Um, and this one in particular is talking a lot about what it means to come from a turbulent family of origin and how to kind of get through some of that pain and hurt to reparent yourself, um, which is really great to do if you're a parent to break some cycles or if you are just trying to move forward with your life through some trauma. It's a really valuable thing to do to just kind of get yourself out of the concept of emotional neglect and into a more embodied version of yourself. Um, Very nice. Yeah, really, really, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it'll be very worth the read and a good part of this larger conversation of healing. Um, do I just keep going? No. <laughs> keep going, going. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. I assume we'll cut out some white noise. Going in order <laughs> of release date. Another one that I have on my list that I'm looking forward to is Saving Time, Discovering a Life Beyond the Clock by Jenny O'Dell, who is the author who wrote How to Do Nothing, um, which came out last year, the year before, something recently like that. And that one is really good as well. This one is all about time management and kind of the societal expectations of how busy we are and how much that we have to fit into our day. And kind of questions this whole attention economy type thing um, to kind of try to figure out like, what is it that we are investing our time into? What is actually worthy of our time? Um, and, you know, what do we do if we don't have any time to spend when we're trying to prioritize things like self-care and contemplation and healing and things like that? Um, so I'm really looking forward to reading that one personally, because um, that kind of time management is something I really struggle with. I like to prioritize a lot of those things and finding the time to squeeze it in is definitely something. And, you know, I, I firmly believe that time is a construct and yet still somehow I'm a slave to it. So <laughs> we gotta figure that out. Gotta figure that out. Um, then in May, there's a metaphysical book coming out that I'm looking forward to. Rachel Pollack, who is a wonderful kind of a 
kind of a current forefront author of tarot uh, is coming out with a book called A Walk Through the Forest of Souls, A Tarot Journey to Spiritual Awakening. Um, and I'm just really looking forward to it. I really enjoy her. I enjoy her analysis on tarot. Um, it's anticipated that in this one, she's going to really dig into a lot of the spiritual and esoteric layers of the tarot and kind of break down some Kabbalah for us and just really dig into that wisdom. Um, and I'm really looking forward to hearing her voice again um, and just kind of being able to dig in. Um, let's see, because I, I don't, I haven't read all of her books. She's done quite a few of them. Um, most prominently, 78 Degrees of Wisdom. Um, which is uh, one that I really highly suggest to newcomers of tarot. It's a really good breakdown. Um, let's see. And the last book that I have on my short list here, which I tried not to make too long, um, <laughs> is actually the only fiction book that's on my list. Um, going strong on this year of fiction goal of mine. Um, and it is a new translation um, called The Forest Brims Over, originally by Maru Iyase, translated by Hayden Trowell. Um, it is a really interesting uh, novel that kind of explores um, like the relationship between art and exploitation. So yeah, that's, uh, that's me. Cool. Sam, do you want to go next or do you want sure. me to go next? Yeah. So I teased the one that's already been out um, that came out last week. It's called um, You Just Need to Lose Weight and 19 Other Myths About Fat People, <laughs> um, written by Aubrey Gordon. Um, she also did the book, What We Don't Talk About When We Talk About Fat, mm -hmm. um, and is one of the co-hosts of the uh, uber popular podcast Maintenance Phase, which is really basically all about myth-busting fat crap. Um, this book, I mean, people that know me know that this is like one of the things that I'm very interested in is the whole fat phobia and dispersing stupid stupidity around body size. Um, this book is absolutely amazing. And I really want to just make sure every doctor gets a copy of it. <laughs> um, and it really does bust all the things you've been told your entire life about body size. And then it also talks really in real detail about how these myths came about. And then each chapter ends with ways that you personally can help bust the myth. Um, so anyways, like I said, I listened to the audiobook in like a couple of days and absolutely loved it. So it just came out. And we're recording this mid-January. It came out last week. So it's widely available and we do have copies at the store. Um, the next one that is on my list is, yeah, I'm going to go do these in chronological order, is called Saturday Night at the Lakeside Supper Club by J. Ryan Stradle. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Um, he wrote one of my favorite books of the Last couple of years, Kitchens of the Great Midwest in 2015. Um, this is his third book. His books are all set around food and family in the Midwest. Um, I just, I absolutely loved, loved, loved Kitchens of the Great Midwest and how 
That one was, was about um, fine dining chefs and the food descriptions in there are amazing. So I'm really looking forward to this one. This one is less fine dining and more like family restaurants and family drama around inheriting restaurants and failing small family restaurants. And I just, it has everything that I like in books, at least according to the description, which is not too dark, <laughs> not too scary, a <laughs> little bit of family drama and food. So, so that's one I'm looking forward to. And we're hoping maybe possibly if we can arrange it, we will be interviewing him on a future podcast. So he's on our list. Um, so I'm thrilled about that. Um, the other one, and it's probably also on Bailey's list. So I completely blame her for this. And that <laughs> is happy place comes out in April, um, by Emily Henry. Um, who did book people and beach read and I know people we meet on vacation um, I hadn't read any of her books and then Bailey said you have to read this and I did I took it on vacation and read it in a day and that was beach read I took beach read on vacation to the beach yeah um, so I'm just I'm excited for this next one it's going to be my fun read for the summer for sure if I don't read it before then um, and then my last one is the fourth in what is now my new favorite cozy mystery series. You didn't think I wasn't going to talk about a cozy. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Witch Upon a Star. Comes out in May yeah. and it's by Angela M. Sanders. Um, it's, I mean, it's a cozy, so don't expect deep and dark. Um, this one is, this series is set in a small town in Oregon. Um, she is a librarian who, when she moves to the small town and takes over this library that was founded by the daughter of the town's founder. And it's an old Victorian house um, that like has like the only fancy bathtub in town. So people come and take baths in the middle of the library, well, not the middle of the library, but what was once the fancy bathroom, oh my which is also the nature section. She had to move the cookbooks out of there because they were getting too wet. Um, so there's your typical cozy mystery people. There's, you know, the quirky piano teacher. There's the, the diner across the street. There's the, will they or won't they love interest? But I love this because she has these magical powers and the books speak to her. And as someone who spends eight hours a day, every day in a bookstore surrounded <laughs> by books, I totally want the books to talk to me. <laughs> She'll do things like, you know, she's she's trying to figure something out and a book with information for the clues will just appear on her desk. Like the book itself will fly through this, the, the house, the library and just appear on her desk. And I'm like, that's way too cool. <laughs> um, but she also has the ability to find the perfect book for whoever enters the door. Again, another bookseller dream so those are mine um so this is the it's which which upon a star is the fourth in the series we do have the other three in the series at the store if you want to catch up with me because i will be reading that the day it comes out <laughs> alex what are you in, looking forward to yeah so i have a huge list of no surprise uh sci-fi and fantasy 
And I narrowed it down <coughs> to talk tonight about just a couple. Um, so the first one, which again, depending on when this is, maybe just came out, um, comes out on January 17th. Uh, so yeah, it will have already come out, is called I Keep My Exoskeletons to Myself by Marissa Crane, which is an author I wasn't familiar with. I think they have a few other books. Um, but I actually finished the arc of this a couple weeks ago, and it's so good. Um, it is, like Kristen and I have talked about, a feminist dystopia. Um, and in this version of the United States, the Department of Balance has a new form of law enforcement where instead of incarceration, people who've done something wrong get a second shadow. So there is a very visible public reminder of their crimes. Um, and then because of the way that people are, they, you know, become second class citizens because they have these shadows and everyone knows that they've done something wrong. So the narrator is a woman named Chris who has a second shadow. Um, she's a new widow and a new mother and her baby was born with a second shadow because her, uh, Chris's wife, the baby's mother, um, died in childbirth. So the baby has a second shadow because she has hurt someone. Um, so it's definitely a very heavy book. Um, probably a book that would be very hard for some people to read, um, but really, really powerful, really good for anybody who has read or likes um, other dystopians like The Handmaid's Tale or The School for Good Mothers, um, things like that. Um, so that's a really great one that I have already read and loved and highly recommend. And then moving on to a February release, February 28th, is A Day of Fallen Night, which is the prequel to Samantha Shannon's book, uh, The Priory of the Orange Tree, which this one is even bigger. That one, what Priory was 800 and something pages. This one is 880 pages. And it's a beast. It's so good. Um, it takes place, I think, a few hundred years before the um plot of Priory so you don't have to have read one to read the other and it's just a really fantastic fantasy epic adventure um and then let's see another one that I'm excited about that comes out in March is called Lone Women by Victor Lavelle and that is a um weird western kind of gothic horror um that I don't know much about at this point but it seems to have a lot of the things that I love to read um and I haven't read a lot by Victor Lavelle so I'm excited about that uh in uh, May the very end of May Martha Wells who wrote the writes the Murderbot books has a fantasy book coming out called Witch King um, and I think she's read, written some fantasy in the past, but like at least a decade ago. Um, so I've only read her science fiction and I am really excited about that. Sounds like another big epic fantasy, the kind of thing that I love. Um, and two more quick ones that again, there isn't much 
info on right now because they're coming out later in the summer, but Silvia Moreno Garcia, who wrote uh, Mexican Gothic and The Daughter of Dr. Moreau and uh, a couple other really good ones, has a new book coming out called Silver Nitrate. And that one comes out July 18th. And it is, um, a, it touches on Mexican horror movies in the um, film industry in the 90s in Mexico City and sounds like a really cool um, magical realism kind of thing, bringing in the occult and magic and spooky things. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And then my last one is another weird Western that comes out on August 29th, and it's called Vampires of El Norte. Um, that one is by Isabel Cañas, who wrote, um, her debut was The Hacienda that came out this past year. And this one takes place on the Texas-Mexico border, I think in the 1800s, on a ranch that is set upon by vampires. Um, so I'm really excited about that one too. And like I said, I think I have plenty, I have more, I have so many more to talk about, but those are the highlights that I can limit it to right now. <laughs> I know it's it's hard deciding. <laughs> They've been limited so to just a few. Yeah. Hey everybody, it's Kristen here. Just want to do a um, real quick mention that we have some fun things happening this winter. The first one is our 2023 Winter Reading Bingo Challenge. You have um, from now until March 15th to complete your bingo card and be entered to win a $50 Aaron's gift card or um, a like swag bag full of fun Aaron's book stuff. Um, and we have some cool Aaron's book stuff right now in the shop. So if you are in the shop, you can pick up a bingo card anywhere within the store. Uh, if you're not, then you can just download it from our website, aaronsbooks.com. Click on the uh, winter reading bingo and it'll take you to a, a PDF download where you can download the, the bingo card there. Um, lots of fun stuff with that. Also, make sure you check out on our website. We have a lot of fun in-shop events um, starting to happen again here in February from our tarot nights to book clubs, uh, the Fire and Ice Festival. You can sign up for the things that you're interested in in the upcoming months um, and check out more fun things that will be happening in the future. So make sure you hop on our website or stop by and chat with us in the shop next time you're in town. Uh, books I'm looking forward to. I Following along with what Todd was saying, there's some authors I, I want to see if they've got anything new coming out. I haven't been able to see anything yet. I loved Heather Morris, The Tattooist of Auschwitz, and the follow-on to that. So if, if, if Heather's got something new coming out, I want to find it. Uh, I loved All the Light We Cannot See by Anthony Doerr, so I want to see if there's an, another book by that author. Um, anything by Anthony Horowitz. Uh, I want to see if he's got a new mystery coming out. I know he's got one out, uh, his fourth book in the Pendergast series, or Hawthorne series, rather. Um, it's coming out in paperback, but I've, I've read it in hardback. So I don't know if he's got anything new coming out in the mystery series. There's one I did find a list of. It's called Camp Zero by Michelle Min Sterling. 
which is a future book of a North Korean person who escapes because of climate change going on in North Korea, but returns as a woman soldier in search of justice and peace. So it's a science fiction book I think I might be interested in. In the nonfiction categories, there's one coming out that's a, a story of Edgar Allan Poe. It's a, a biography. It's called The Mystery of Mysteries about the death and life of Edgar Allan Poe. And it starts off with the death of Edgar Allan Poe and then talks about his life because he had a mysterious death. He disappeared in Baltimore. And you know, because of the Pale Blue Eyes movie that's out, Edgar Allan Poe has become an interesting character. Maybe, maybe the book would be interesting too. So those are some of the ones I'm looking forward to. So the Edgar Allan Poe book that you just mentioned, Bud, actually seems really interesting. Always been a little bit of a favorite of mine. Um, but as far as um, my hopeful books for like this upcoming year, um, Todd let me know that even though I did see it on Goodreads, George R. R. Martin is most likely not coming out with his um, continuation of his series this year is Todd had told me it's been seven or eight years as a possible book for an upcoming book. So that's a little disappointing, but also understandable given the circumstances. Um, Sarah J. Mass, SJM, I don't know if I'm even saying her name right. I feel like I never am, but anyways, she possibly has another book coming out this year. I believe she released, um, I believe she released her last, I think she released two books last year actually. Maybe it was only one. But the possible upcoming for her this year is the release of Crescent City 3. Um, it's kind of a continuation of Worlds from her other books. Um, they're all kind of intermingled in a way, but I won't get into any of that. Um, high fantasy, a lot of world building. I just love the way that she writes and the way that she writes her characters. It's just kind of gorgeous to me. Um, and then there was another book. Oh, Katie Roberts is coming out, I think, with her fourth book of the Neon God series, which is basically a romance taking place in like a modern Olympia. And the hierarchy is a little messed up. A lot of it deals with um, death in the hierarchy and trying to get your position of power instead of being born into it, which I think is a little um, different from the typical um, Greek gods sort of thing. And then I don't really know that there's any other books that haven't been released yet this year that I'm looking forward to. I know that Hellbent was just released. I still need to get my hands on that. Um, Bardugo? Other than that, yes, Lee Bardugo. Right. Yes, mm -hmm. um, Hellbent by Lee Bardugo, which is, I believe, the second in her duology. I'm not too sure that it's completely connected to Ninth House, but um, I'm looking forward to reading that eventually, so yeah. So just so you know, that uh, Katie Robert, the book four is out February 7, uh, and then book five comes out August 8. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And, both, um, and those still are in uh, uh, trade paperback original. They're not doing hardcovers. Yep. Okay. Um, so I know I, um, a Road Dahl biography just came out, and he's always been fascinating to me. Um, so I'm going to get that um, here in the next in the next couple of weeks, and I hope to get through that in February. Um, it's one of those people that uh, if you if you just if you just know Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, maybe a couple of those of those. Um, if you ever act, sort of accidentally start reading his adult 
short stories. They are very well. I mean, they're they're cruel in a different way, <laughs> and they're um, and they're not definitely not for kids. Um, you can tell it's the same writer, but he has a very uh, you know he has a very adult sense of humor as well as 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 well as a very childlike sense of humor, depending on which books he's writing. Um, and I always, I've always fascinated by by his work. Um, um, and he also um, had you know some some controversy in, in his life in terms of different positions he took. And and um, I'm interested in in sort of reading through a biography of where he started out in life and where he ended up in life, and um, and and learning more about about that because again because of his his work is so um, transformative. Um, I mean there are, there are people who are readers just because of Charlie and the Doctor Factory. Um, you know, decades before um, there were readers because of J.K. Rowling. So um, I think I want to, you know, I want to know more about him and, and his life. So I'm anxious to get to that. And then um, the other one I know is coming out um, late spring. Oh, May 2. I, sorry, I have it written down here. Um, Abraham uh, Vegesi, who wrote Cutting for Water, has a new, um, has a new novel coming out called, um, I mean, sorry, Cutting for Stone. What is the other one? Covenant of Water is the new one. So if you're if you're a fan of cutting cutting for stone, or if you um, if you just heard lots of people talk about it, and never got to it, uh, Covenant of Water is coming out in May, um, and so uh, I'm hoping we're going to be able to get an advance here in, in the store um, pretty quickly. Um, otherwise, we'll all wait to May like a, wait for May like normal non bookseller people and uh, have to wait for the release. But I am ex interested in in getting that uh, reading the Vergesi book uh, when it's out. So those are my two at the moment. All right, so Louise, go ahead. What was your? Well, I looked through the um long, 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 long list of things that Todd sent out from whatever you know books coming into twenty twenty three. Yeah, and it's just so overwhelming. I just can't even. I can't even. There are a lot. So, so I then I spent some time on Edelweiss the other day at the store looking at children's books coming out in June and July of twenty twenty three. And again, there's there are hundreds of them. It's just overwhelming. Yeah, there's so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I there's one or two authors that I recognize the names of people that I really like. Like there's mm -hmm. a book by Oral Snyder coming out. I can't remember what it was called. Mm -hmm. She's a middle reader writer. And um, but this the one that I'm really there are two that I'm looking forward to. One is called, and I think I might have talked about this on the podcast before. It's coming out in February. I think it's called Simon Sort of Says. Mm. And it yeah, is, you're talking about that. The other yeah. It is um, a book that I think a lot of people should read. It's, a, it's wonderfully written. It is so, so, so funny. And it is about a boy who survives an elementary school shooting. And it, which sounds like it would be absolutely macabre and awful and difficult. But this author is just so, so skilled and she's just so warm and tender and funny that I'm really looking forward to exciting yeah. people about that. And another one, which is just totally silly, but um, one of my favorite kid books this last year was called Leave It to Plum, which yeah. is about a peacock in a zoo. Um, and it's just has a really wise heart. It's Mm. So there's a book coming out. This is by Matt, Matt Spellin, um called something about a snow day for Plum. And so I'm really okay. eager to see whether it is, it is also has this 
kind of surreptitiously wise heart. Um, I mean, you can read, leave it to plumb and think, oh, silly, silly, silly. But if you're really paying attention, it has, oh my, it's just, it has, like I said, a wise heart. So I'm looking forward yeah. to that too. Can you hear Sadie barking? I hope not. Yeah, a little bit, but that's all right. Okay, well, all right. I'm going to mute myself now though. Those are my, um, those are my contributions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, um, there's a book by Allie Hazelwood, which is the same person that wrote the fan fiction for Adam Driver <laughs> that I recommended you, Kristen, mm -hmm. um, The Love Hypothesis. She's uh, writing not another fan fiction of Adam Driver, but she's writing another book. Uh, it's called Love Theoretically, and it's releasing in June. And so I'm really excited about that because I love her books. Mm -hmm. They're very funny and the romance is really sweet. And I don't know, she just, she writes really good romance. And there's also an Elizabeth Gilbert book coming, mm -hmm. which she didn't. Yeah, I love Elizabeth Gilbert. Mm -hmm. Her TED Talks, her books, her meditations. What yeah. is that one called, Bailey? I remember seeing it and thinking, oh, Elizabeth Gilbert, but I don't remember, any I remember anything about it. Well, she didn't actually put a title on it yet. She just didn't, oh, like, I don't there's going to be a new book releasing in uh -huh. 2023, but she didn't put a title on it. And I'm really hoping that it's a nonfiction because yeah. I loved Big Magic. Big Magic. So I was going to say, she hasn't had anything else since Big Magic, I think, right? That was her last Well, she one. had, she had um, City of Girls. Yeah, I meant nonfiction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. She I did not have any nonfiction. I, yeah. 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 But I really love her nonfiction and she's just so wise and spiritual and yeah. she has such a beautiful voice. I don't know. Yeah. I just love her writing. But anyway, so I'm really excited about that. And then I think something I am really excited about is just to observe what is popular this year on Book Talk. Because I know like, I've been doing research on for the store for what's popular on Book Talk. And mm -hmm. so I'm really excited to see what goes viral, I guess, this year. Yeah. As opposed to last year. Not that I'm gonna read anything from it. I mean I might, but um I don't know. I just think it'd be really interesting to see. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really looking forward to that. What about you, Lindsay? Um I've been working on this little list for quite some time just because <laughs> I was, I was so nervous that I wasn't going to have anything. Cause I was just like, I don't, I don't think I've ever had to look while we're still in the previous year as to what is in the next year yeah. and like trying to figure out what it is, unless yeah. I guess it's an offer that I'm like super diehard about. Yeah. Um. So it was a bit of a challenge. So like, I wanted to I wanted to make sure I was keeping up with it. Um, the first one technically already come out is How to Sell a Haunted House um, yeah. by Grady Hendrix. Um, very, very good. I would recommend if you are a horror fan, if you've also read anything else of his, um, it was very good. I liked that it was a bit different than the other stuff that he's written a bit, at least from what I've read. I haven't read every single one of his books. 
Um, but it felt more contemporary than the other ones that I've read, um, which was kind of weird, I think, in the beginning, but was fantastic. I had the mm-hmm. art for it. Um, and it was lots of fun to be able to kind of read that before it came out and yeah. um, to know about it. But um, so that's one. Um, the other one, I think I put them in like a bit of an order too, hopefully. Well, I tried oh, to. Order of like when, when they're coming um, out. Ow. Yeah. Um, the other one is the Murder Your Employer by Rupert Holmes that we got the arc for in the store. I still mm-hmm. haven't read it yet. But it seems really interesting Mm -hmm. um, because I think it's like all about, um, I want to say, because I I think Kristen, you gave it, like, I think we got it and you handed it to me or like, this looks like something you would like. And I read the back of it. I don't know. That happens from time to time where like I come into the store and I'm handed books and they're like, here, this is for you. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, I just did that again today for a couple of people when ARCs came in. (laughs) Do it all the time. Mm-hmm. But um, that one, I can't remember specifically what it's about, but it seems like kind of comedic while also being a bit gory. Yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of a mesh between those sort of realms. Um, the other one is Every Gift a Curse by Caroline O'Donohue, who wrote um, All Our Hidden Gifts, which is the YA um, yeah. Yeah. book that I I read and really liked. It's a trilogy. I'm pretty sure the third one is also coming out this year now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just looking forward to, or maybe it is, maybe that is the third one. I cannot remember the names. Um, I don't know. <laughs> regardless, the paperback of the second one is coming out on my birthday, which is really exciting. So I'm going to oh, get that. Yeah. And then the third one is also coming out and it's a fantastic series. It's all about like tarot reading and kind of um this one main character who has a very special connection with that sort of world and how Mm. it then infiltrates her own personal life by one of her best friends going missing as a result of her doing a tarot reading for her and Mm. it's it's very peculiar Mm. very fun um Mm. and I love the cover the cover is absolutely stunning because it looks nice on your couch yeah, it looks great. I mean, you put light a candle. With your you can light a candle. Put the book up next paint to your it. fingernails. Paint some twinkle paint lights next to it. It looks beautiful. Um, it so doesn't count unless you've taken a picture of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then I, I have two others. One is the Moth Keeper by uh, Kay O'Neill, who did um, the Tea Dragon Society graphic mm-hmm. novels. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another one that she's coming out with. I think it's a chapter book. I'm pretty sure, but I can't, I can't remember for certain. Um, but that one seems very, um, is it a middle, middle grade? Yes. Yes. I think it is. Um, and it looks really good. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about that one. And then the last one is called the mimicking of known successes by Malka older. And I got the only reason that one is on my list is because that was the first arc I was specifically sent at Aaron's. Like they shipped it to oh, me. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was like, that is so sweet. And yeah. so, and so I, I put it on my list because I was just like, oh, I have to read it, regardless of how I feel about it. Um, <laughs> it's a, I think it's a sci fi romance. Okay. I kind of, I kind of get in that like realm of things yeah um it's also a novella so it's it's shorter 
Um, but I'm looking forward to reading that one. Yeah. And that one I think comes out. Well, I didn't say the, the dates literally at all, That's but all right. it's, it's fine. You know, you know Google you exists. I feel like, you yeah, know, if we forget can. stuff that people hear, they can pause, jump back 15 seconds. Yeah. Listen to That's it again. That's true. And Google Live it. in that. Because you know what, people? We're not there your you secretaries. <laughs> We're not your secretaries. No. We can We're, only do so much. We can only record amazing podcasts. There's, we, we can't do any more than that. So, okay. We have to read all the time. <laughs> we, we do. I mean, we prefer it, actually. Um. All right. So a couple of. Mm-mm. No, I'm go- I'm gonna do mine right now. Yeah. If you're, are you all done, Lindsay? Okay. So um. Yes, I am. I'm done. So I just did like a quick. Yeah, I have a lot of ones that I'm excited about. So I'm not gonna do a whole list. I just kind of did like the top. My top like or not even my top, whatever. They're just kind of like the ones that are coming out in the next like three to four months. <laughs> so I just stuck with that. I figure I'll just keep to the beginning part of the year. So there's a couple that I'm excited about. Most of them are, um, almost all of them are contemporary. Um, so the first one, I actually already, I, I finished the arc of it last week. It's called Wayward. Um, and mm-hmm. it is... Yeah, it's by Amelia Hart, and um, it's really good. It's, it's yeah, similar to a couple of other books that I've read and really liked, and um, like uh, Lost Apothecary, and speaking of which, one of the other ones on my list is uh, that author that wrote The Lost Apothecary. Her name is Sarah Penner, and she her next book is called The London Seance Society, and it comes out in March. Um, and I'm reading that right now, actually, and it's really good. And I like it. I think it's up for indie, uh, indie next. Actually, I think both Wayward and the London Seance Society are like up for indie next, <laughs> indie next ones. So, yeah, they're both they're very they're really very good. If you like kind of like um, his, historical fiction with a spiritualist of the early 1900 or more like late 1800s probably like the spiritualism movement and that kind of stuff if you like that kind of stuff you would like those so that's those two uh they both come out in march um the other one is don't fear the reaper which is book two of stephen graham jones um it's the something lake trilogy and i forget what the trilogy is but it's the second one of those and that is technically a horror book which i don't read a lot of but I read the first one kind of accidentally a couple years ago <laughs> I really liked it and so this is the second one um it technically actually already came out earlier this month so I'm excited to read that one I haven't read it yet but I it was I really enjoyed that the first one so um and then the last two um Jeanette Walls who wrote I mean she's written a bunch of stuff she's probably best known for um the Glass Castle um was a memoir of her of her and her parents and family and stuff. I think, I think they made a movie of it a couple years ago, but I've never, well, I've never seen it. Um, but she has another, she has another book coming out. It's called Hang the Moon, and actually, it's sitting right next to me, but I can't actually see it. Like where, where it is? I forget when it comes out, but it's sometime in the next couple of months. Um, and I really like her writing, so I'm excited just to see what this one is like because I really don't know much about it, but I. 
know a little bit of her writing. And then another one that I'm really excited about, it co comes out in April, um, Charles Frazier, who wrote Cold Mountain. Um, mm -hmm. He has a new one coming out. It's called The Trackers. And that one comes out in June. And I'm, I'm interested to, to see what that is. Because I really liked Cold Mountain a lot when I read it. Um, I should read it again because I don't remember it very well because it was so long ago. <laughs> but so I'm excited for that one. There's a bunch of other ones too that I'm I'm looking forward to as well. They come out later in the year, but yeah. I don't, I don't typically look forward. Like I don't look to see what's coming out very often. Like, I mean, I look a little bit, but I'm not really like looking specifically for like, ooh, what am I excited to read this year? <laughs> I just kind of- I think more than anything, excited. it's like the most I've looked ahead is like a month. That's that's probably like, yeah. what's next month. And it's right, like, like I'll yeah. Like I click on the Ingram thing, like the index yes. list for the upcoming month and I'll look at it and be like, oh, okay, interesting. But I don't actually go actively searching for like long lists of like what's coming out for the whole year or what's coming out for whatever. I just, I get excited when I see an art that comes in and I'm like, oh, okay. Yes. Fun. No, that's about it. Yeah. 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 But said, I guess maybe other people do. Sorry. Something you said, Kristen, reminded me that I'm looking forward to the new book by Tracy Kidder, who... Um, Oh, he's written the the one that I most remember is when he wrote about Paul Farmer, who was the doctor who worked so much in Haiti. He died just recently. But this book is okay. called Rough Rough Sleepers, mm -hmm. and it's about a doctor who works with um, homeless people. Um, it looks really good. So that's oh, a okay. that's a nonfiction. But yeah, I um, I liked his writing. What you said about Charles Fraser made me remember. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like, yeah. I do listen for names that I liked. Yeah, same. Yeah, I get excited. I mean, that the only reason I picked up the London Seance Society is because, well, A, the the cover of it looks a, like similar in style to The Lost Apothecary, which mm. is Sarah Penner's, Penner's other book. And so I saw the cover and I saw her name on it and I was like, oh, absolutely. Like, of course I'm going to read this one. <laughs> so that was exciting. But yeah. That happens all the time. I see names and I'm just like, yeah, and yes, yoink, I'll take that one. <laughs> yeah. So did everyone get their book swap books at this point? You have you heard mine today. And you, did you take yours on Zoom yesterday? Yeah. You did. Yes. I, was, I got yeah. it. I got it on Monday. <laughs> yeah. I was there I for think, something. Yeah. I think at this point. From the people who sell you actual books in a real-life indie bookshop comes a podcast all about books and the love of reading. So subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Aaron's Books. Yeah, I read it today. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't even started I haven't even started mine. I have to. There's, yeah. I'm already behind. I was saying I to someone the other day at the store, I was like, I'm literally already behind on my reading list. I don't even know how it's happened. Because <laughs> I, I got one book that I'm trying to read before the end of the month for Andy Next. And so I'm like trying to power through that one while That's also reading like two other books that I was midway through. I know. And, like, and now I'm looking ahead at the book swaps and I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yes yeah. it's a good done. problem it's a good problem to have like i have too many books to read like i'm glad i'm glad that's the problem that i